the green court. All right, what's up, family? Welcome to the Pastor I Got a Question podcast. I don't yeah. know. It just came to my mind. Bro, down. Let me take these headphones off. I don't need it. them on. But anyway, let's do it, man. Let's this, do it. I'm here with Pastor Barrett Barry of the Empowered Living Church. I'm the Pastor ELC. Moss, Roosevelt Moss of the Metro Church of Christ, right here in the beautiful city of Charlotte, North Carolina. And we yes. want to welcome you to the uh, Pastors Podcast. And uh, what's happening, Pastor Barrett? Hey, brother, how you doing, man? Man, I'm doing fabulous. I'm a doing great fabulous. day. It's a great day to be in the kingdom of God, man. Don't forget that you are on video. I'm on video, too. You are on video, too. Well, I'm man. telling the truth. It's a great day to be in uh, <laughs> the kingdom of God, man. Ecstatic about it, actually. Today is a good day. It is an interesting day. Yes. Mainly because yesterday we basically found out that both of us pastor churches that meet in... Uh, Public schools. Public schools facilities. Yeah. And uh, we both just found out, man, that we will not be able to have service at the school for the foreseeable future. We don't know how long. No. But uh, but as of right now, it is undetermined when we will be allowed back Coronavirus. in. Coronavirus. Good old Corona. Yes. Not the beer. It used to be the beverage of choice <laughs> from <laughs> but Mexico. Now, but now it is. In my uh, youth. But now, no. It's the virus of choice, but it ain't from Mexico. Yeah, this came no, from, from your boys China. in China yes, by yes. way of Italy and all them European places. But anyway, uh, so what's up, man? What, what what are your thoughts on it, on it, man? Man, this is today, um, you know, they sent an email out today saying that we couldn't be in our facility. And this is Friday, so on Sunday, two days. And so, man, I, I, I it's, it's crazy, right? So, um, Fortunately, we're blessed to have a place to do a studio, set up our studio, and we'll do some live broadcasting or we'll simulcast a sermon this Sunday. But, um, you know, what's crazy is the fact that I spent my evening packing up and unpacking sound system, cables, cords, microphones, mm. lights, cameras, all that. And uh, I'm tired, but um, and I'm still not done connecting things. And mm -hmm. but it's just the transition of it all. I mean, not knowing what the future is is really it puts us in a place of faith. I enjoy the fact that I have to now walk by faith. I don't know about you. How you feel? Uh, I mean, I think it's I think it's it's a little bit. <clears throat> I'm not mad, angry, frustrated, mm -hmm. disappointed, any of that. Uh, man, I've been in this thing, in this church planning thing, almost eight years, man. And uh, one of the things we were talking about earlier is being a church planner. You have to get used to being uncomfortable. Yes. You ain't in control of nothing. And uh, to be honest with you, man, I'm a little bit uh, – th there's a lot of opportunity, I think, within this thing, within this issue, within this problem. And, and uh, you know, I don't know who said it. I don't know where the quote is from, but uh, there's a quote that says, for every – obstacle there's an opportunity and i'm yes. really really in this season trying to find the opportunities and want to make sure more than just find them but be in a position to capitalize on those opportunities, opportunities. Yeah. i was talking to my brother earlier today and uh i you know i do my reach more media piece mm -hmm. helping churches and businesses and nonprofit organizations and individuals uh reach more people through design and and uh, uh modern technology long story short he was calling to make sure all his I's were dotted and his T's was crossed because they got to cancel service oh, uh, wow. out there in Fort Worth. 
Well, he 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 he's he hasn't decided if he's going to cancel service, but they're under the same mandate that we're under. But he's just he's just unsure. But one of the things that's a factor is is uh, to have his own his social media, not his social media, but his online giving. And here's the point that I'm getting at: mm-hmm. is that we are prepared. I get a, I'm in a sense that my churches pre- have been preparing for this, and we didn't even know this is what we were preparing for. Because I really don't think that we will, I think everybody, I don't have a large church, got a smaller church, about 40 or so people. I think everybody will be online, will be going online, and I think everybody who currently gives regularly will give because we've set it up that way. Because yeah. we've we've been set up with the technology and being prepared for um, really doing church and without a building, in a sense, without yes. our building. Yes. I think a lot of people you know, have something to say about it. But I think that the thing to say about doing church without a building is you're prepared for anything. So you're not completely thrown off when mobile. this happens because we're mobile. We're a mobile we're, church. Yeah. yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong. There's a whole lot of benefits of having a building. But I'm just saying that uh, there are a whole lot of preachers who have buildings that are afraid that this is going to be a devastating time. Yes. Because if they can't have service, that means that they can't get tithes and offerings and all of mortgage, that other stuff. Mortgage. Mortgage still got to get yes, paid. Yes. Staff has to get paid right. on and on and on and on. Right. And they're not prepared for it. Right. And so uh, I just thank the Lord, man, that, that we kind of prepared even though Amen. we didn't know it was coming. I'm excited because I think that along with you, what you're saying was, <clears throat> excuse me, we want to be a, a technologically sound church. Right. And we started approaching that. Um, in the winter, winter time, when uh, it really became evident that you had to have a plan in the winter, you had to have a place that you don't. We never want to be the church that um, couldn't survive if we didn't meet, and, right? Or to have, you know, you're forced to have Bible study on Wednesday night or Tuesday night, whenever you have it, because you need people who couldn't make Sunday want to be able to come and pay their tithes on Tuesday or Wednesdays. Mm, yeah. You want to be dependent upon that. You know, I grew up, in, you know, seeing that in the black church where we were having church really to stay afloat, not necessarily wow. to the gospel. And so um, I don't want to be in that, never want to be in that situation. So yeah. I'm fortunate like you, we instituted online giving. Matter of fact, we went to a cash app too. Yeah, um, yeah, we just did. I we just started. I'm gonna tell you this funny. Not to cut you off, yes. but but uh, I, I was kind of shying away from Cash App for a while because I was like, man, nobody's taking this serious. It's right, not right. Le- legit. It's not right. professional. Blah blah blah. And I'm telling you, man, the moment that we all of our guests who never tithed that came, every guest that we've had since we started, they give Cash App. They give the Cash App. Guests will do. Cash they will do app. Cash App in a heartbeat. Yes, they won't give online per they se. Won't give online, but they they'll do Cash yeah, App. They quickly. won't go through logging in, <laughs> right, right, right. All, but they will send you a twenty spot in yeah, Cash App. Yeah, that's amazing. And I appreciate that's amazing. that. And then on top of that, on top of that, some of my older members, believe it or not, uh-huh. who I couldn't get to give through the traditional online giving platform. Right. We'll cash out. Well, because they're modern now. It's easier. It's modern. Well, it's easier. Yeah, it is. It's on really their phone, is. and it's connected. It, it, it's it just is. easy. It's so, it really is easy, and, and the fees aren't necessarily on their end at all. Right. Um, so, But but it's not just money, time on finances. Right. Cause that's real, because we're pastors, and so right. we had to look at the holistic approach to everything. We are priests of the gospel, preachers, um, counselors, and we, um, and entrepreneurs, all at the same time. We all at, at the same time. time. And so we look at the whole picture, but really what's exciting also is the fact that, you know, we were already in the position to do live simulcast and do online, mm. have a church online. And so I've been moving, I have an online minister. I've been moving towards doing the church online 
Um, because relative, you know, that's that's really where people are going. They spend a lot of time on their phones. And so it makes us it it, it, it kind of made me um address my issues with my technology last night. And so I immediately hired an SEO consultant to mm. to to con- increase my awareness and my outreach there on the social media. So SEO is to have my uh, search, engine, search optimization. engine optimization done. And right. then I have Google ads. And so I hired a consultant <clears throat> to do my Google ads today. And so I'm really focusing on uh, increasing our presence online, getting ourselves out there so that people can then hear and see us when we do our online ministry. For sure, for sure. It's a whole lot more than just the finances, but having a online presence, and not just having an online presence, but having a strong online presence yes. is, is going to be critical in the future. If nothing else, I, I feel like that this is just a snapshot of, of more to come. Yes. I don't think the coronavirus yes. is going to be the last thing that keeps no. people away from church no. for an extended period of time. And if you are... Um, just waiting. You gotta, you gotta be like them brothers. I get it wrong every time I try to use this illustration. But those, uh, uh, the men of Issachar, I think who it was, who, uh, uh, who could, who not only could read, uh, they could read the times. I can't. I, I'll have to find the illustration, uh-huh. yes. the text. But um, I hadn't referenced it in such a long time. But anyway, uh, man, you guys just got to get with it. Just, just, uh, just being. 100 you just have to get with it you really do it's not going to go back to where it was it's only going to get more now i still with all that being said i still push back on just the complete online online experience but what i've learned is is you need to be prepared for moments like this Mm -hmm. and then number two i think it's an opportunity for you to show um, this uh, this newer generation, millennials, the younger millennials, the older millennials are, the, you know, we, we could talk about them at another time, but the younger millennials and disease, I guess it's after them, yes. whatever generation that's, that's after them, is uh, they could care less about a building. Right. They could care less they about that. Know. I'm going to tell you, but they also want to know, they're looking at how you are handling yourself in this in this moment where the building is not accessible they want to know how you're going to respond digitally and then it just le- it just leads into other areas because church is also experienced more than just on Sunday morning amen and uh it's experienced more than just from in 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 the pew but it's experienced like you said on your phones on your iPads on your computers yes. Yes. on the radio it's experienced everywhere and if you are technology is not up to par and if your ministry structure beyond just your technology but if your ministry isn't structured to be able uh to uh to be flexible with with technology man you're setting yourself up for failure man you really are i mean it's imperative that people spend they spend a lot of amount of time the amount of time they spend on their phones alone you need to be present there you know, I, you know it's about spreading the gospel and no matter how where the people are that's yeah. where we need to be. That's that's the, that's just the bottom line. It's it's all about spreading the gospel, and don't for one moment think that uh, that you can separate technology and culture from spreading the gospel. That's right. You, you can't separate no, the not, two not the at all. You not just, to be relevant. Not to be well. I, I, I think if you're going to be effective in spreading the gospel, then you're going to need to be relevant. Yeah. You know, and because it's one thing for you know God. I don't think God ever called us to be monks who hang out in a monastery all of our life no. and. Uh, uh, and never interact with people. And so if you're going to interact with people, if you're going to actually reach people who don't uh, 
uh, come show up into the four walls of your church. Mm-hmm. You, 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 it's, it's, you're not going to be able to do that without using technology. But here's something that, man, yeah, we'll go to a stoplight, light, stop at a stop sign, stop at a stoplight, probably a stoplight, and look to your left and look to your right and see what people are doing. They're on their phone. They're on their phone. They're on their phone. <laughs> they're on their phone every single time. Constantly. And they're not necessarily checking emails. They're on their phone right. uh, <laughs> watching a quick 10-second clip on YouTube or you know Facebook. Quibi? Or, Heard about uh, Quibi? Quibi, no, I don't know about Quibi. Quibi is now they have these things where they have 10-minute television episodes. So if you oh. have 10 minutes, you get an episode. A full episode is done in 10 minutes. Wow. So you got to tell your whole story in 10 minutes. Yeah, but they're doing it. and they, Because people have their phones on your phone, you're not going to sit there for 30 minutes. You're not going to sit minutes. there for 30 minutes. You're not going to sit there for 30 minutes. But 10 minutes is probably more than you need. Yeah. And, you know, I've been watching on YouTube, these television shows on YouTube. A lot of these comedians now have these like real-life situation skits with yeah. their television programs, but they're minis for five to seven minutes. And so it's been amazing. I, I really think now that the church, you know, we may have to have some uh, – some quick hits. You got to have some quick hits. Yeah, have some I quick hits, about, man. Man, some listen. Five to ten minute sermons, man. And put I keep, them out there. I got to quit saying I thought about that. I thought about yeah, that. Yeah, no, yes. but but I sit around. We both sit around. We think about, not just sit around and only think about this stuff, but we sit around. We're constantly thinking about this as church planners. What's the next step? What's the next move? And I think you are 100% right. If you don't find a way, and here's, here's the term, mm-hmm. repurpose. If you don't find a way to repurpose and to repackage, your sermon or whatever your content is into smaller chunks and the smaller yes. bites, you're going to be in trouble. But I also, like you said, I think the day is going to come when your whole sermon, it ain't about cutting it down. It's about, no, bro, from start to finish, you need to be in and out in 10 minutes. Well, you know, in, in seminary, we had to, um, two, the two homiletics classes I took in seminary, both of them had a 10-minute sermon towards the end. Mm-hmm. That's all you had was 10 minutes. And I thought that was the most difficult assignment that I had yeah. was to come with a three-point sermon in 10 minutes. Shorter sermons are always the hardest Man, it's the hardest, right? Yeah. But that was your grade. You were graded on that 10-minute mm. sermon. I had the uh, Art of Black Preaching. Um, that, was, that was different. And I had the one just preaching. Um, but they, both of them had those 10-minute sermons. And so now they had these quibbies that are 10 minutes. So I'm thinking that we may need to think about going back to you know, I'm thinking out loud right now. Maybe it's time for us to grab a studio. We have a studios. We have three different studios in this place right now mm. to go ahead and just do these quick little uh, quibbies, uh, whatever you want to call them, but on, on motivational, inspirational, sound, biblical teaching in five to ten minutes. Definitely, man. Definitely. I mean, because this coronavirus has really changed the game. It's changed the game, man. And if it's not causing you to think, I don't know what else you need. I don't know what else you need. I told you about this church. Was that you I was talking to earlier about the old church I, I, I preached at yes, a couple of weeks yes, ago? Yes, And uh, <laughs> I, I talked to the pastor, man, and he is still, he is still, um, of course, going to have service. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he is not at all concerned. Now, it's one thing, and here's another misnomer, man, that, that I, I wouldn't mind if you spoke to, is I'm, I'm a firm believer that that there's absolutely nothing wrong with being con- you can be concerned and faithful at the same time. Like you can trust God and be concerned at the same time. We can trust God and be responsible at the same time. Our God also gives us wisdom. You know, in my previous life, I was a healthcare policy professor. Mm. Um, so I, I I taught about all these epidemics, pandemics, and all these variety of things that took right. place in the world. 
and the relative, you know, but there's a number of them. Uh, this is really a serious one because it's it's global. And in today's technology, people fly, they're mobile. And so to catch right. a flight, it doesn't mean it's The world easy. is a very small yes, right now. small. And yeah. tickets are – flying to China is a cheap ticket. Right. It's not – what used to be impossible is very possible. You can get from here to China for a thousand dollars, yes, with so, no problem. So with in the that, same freaking day, in the same day, and so with that, and they're twelve hours apart, so you can you know start a day and end a day, right? <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so what's real is that we are all interconnected in this world today, right. and this coronavirus, man. You know, I I I I felt because we're we're having a grand opening of our new church on the on April fifth. And I felt in a way that it was harming us, but I come to realize the NBA shut down. Matt, yep. March Madness is over. Yep. Uh, high school championships. Are Disney ready. shut down. Disney, both Disney, Disneyland and Disney yeah, World. Yeah, and the one that got shut uh, down. And uh, I think it was in somewhere somewhere out of, out of this country, but they had another location that was talking shut about the down. day shut down. And it just oh, can't. the cruise, even the Disney Cruise is shut down. See, and then the Masters Golf the Tournament. The Disney Cruise have their own island, and they still, and they shut, still shut it down. They still shut down. The whole so, thing. man, so this coronavirus is, it is it's generational changing, and we're in the midst of it right now. And it's required right. of us as leaders of the faith to be leaders of the faith. To today. be leaders of the faith. Yeah. Yes, sir. I, I believe that 100%. And uh, it's an opportunity, man. It's an obstacle. It's a problem. Yes, it is. It's something yeah. that you definitely got to be uh, uh, take some action and be thoughtful and all that good stuff. But it's an opportunity for us to show what the church is supposed to be. Yes, yes. It's an yes. opportunity for us to give hope to people who are feeling hopeless. Because at the same time, we're dealing with the coronavirus. The economy is sliding, yes. and the stock market is really sliding. Um, but the economy the is sliding drop since 1931. If you don't, that's the recession, people. That's the that's the real, that's real, the real recession. recession. Yeah, not not the not, not the hiccup we <laughs> right, had right, in early right, two thousand. Right. That's the recession session. <laughs> right. But uh, you know, it's 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 an opportunity, man. And I I just believe that 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 God has called all of us as preachers for a time such as this. It is not we're not necessarily just called when uh, times are going great, man. When when nobody feels like they need yes. hope, we're called for the times where. It's it's it, people feel hope. Jesus says in Luke four, Spirit of the Lord is, has come upon me to preach hope, mm. to give hope, to set free. You know, and I just believe that this is an opportunity for us to do that, man. Set the captives free, brother. Let's do it. No time to be bound right now. It's time to be, to walk. I mean, I'm so excited about this season because what it really is teaching me, and and I'm encouraged by it, is that this is really a faith journey. Yeah. It's a faith journey because we really don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. Don't know. And you really can't worry about tomorrow. You have to deal with what is today. And that's scripture. Yeah. Right? Just today. Take no thought for tomorrow. <laughs> that's, that's Bible. But you know what, man? It's, it's, it's that and it's it's really a teaching moment. It's an opportunity for you to learn and to assess because there might be somebody here listening who are not prepared. There's yeah. a preacher listening who's not ready, who don't know, who don't know what they're going to do this Sunday, who don't have the answers. Yes. And I'm not listen, that's okay too. Yes. Because the sun is going to shine. God is still faithful. But here's what you need to do in mm -hmm. this moment mm -hmm. is learn as much as you can and start preparing yourself for the next one cuz this is not going to be the last one. No. It's not going to be the last one. I mean, nothing else. There'll be Tornado somewhere, There's hurricane always somewhere. Be something somewhere. 
a ice storm somewhere. You know, it's it's the world is changing ever so much. And even just, you know, unfortunately, you know, today you never thought about this. People coming in churches and doing some crazy stuff in churches, right. crazy violent stuff in churches. So it, it's it's good. I think it's good for the church now to 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 awaken to reality that we have this new generation, this new era. Millennials are actually coming into to the past. Like you mentioned before, there's a lot of difference between an older millennial and then a younger mm-hmm. millennial. That's like two that's two separate type of people. Right. Right there. Um but we are in this transitional place right now. But one thing that does not change is the faith that we must have and the hope that God gives us through that faith and the promises of God will never change. None of that changes. None of that changes. No. It's just a matter of us applying it in the in the way that God has now prepared us for it. And I'm I'm and I'm ecstatic about what God is doing in the body of Christ. This right now, this season right now, it's something it's, it's just connecting us from our people, but actually what it's doing is it is bringing us together collectively because we can't get through this by ourselves. Can't do it by ourselves and uh that is that's a good point, man. It's bringing us together. I think it's just forcing us to find other ways to other still ways, do this man. thing, man. Man, I should have did. I should have did search engine op- op- optimization a long, long time, time ago. ago. <laughs> There's a whole lot a that we should have did. Long time ago, but man. there's no time like the present. That's right. right. That's right. And I and I thought, oh, what's the point of doing it? But you know, I need to dot my eyes and cross my t's. Yeah. And so, you know, even this podcast, man, we've been talking about this podcast. We've been talking for about a for a long time. What do you think, are. though? What do you think of the setup, man? I think I finally got about where I was. I, I like it, man. I like it. I like the. I think the, the video, lighting the lighting is. Perfect, You're like doing your skin good. tone and all of yeah, that, man, and then I'm bouncing. The, man, some, I'm looking to have handsome right now. Listen, man, listen. It's all right. That's it's going to look good. Yeah, man. So we had the podcast, studio, Reach More Studios, has an audio and video podcast uh, studio that you can come in uh, right here, 2101, 2101 Cambridge Beltway Drive in the great city of uh, Charlotte in the Steel Creek, Airsley community. And then, uh, you can't rent this, but we have a... Uh, a live uh, broadcast stu- TV studio. We call it, I call it TV studio. What it is is we have some lights and some cameras in an open space. In an open space and box cast, so we can we can live simulcast. <laughs> well, there in the open space, and then uh, and then I have a little setup at my at my desk for my individual podcast. So, you know, this is where we do church, man. And, right. and I'm, I'm blessed to have you here. You partnering with us. Um, here in this location, and so he low key trying yeah. to bring me in like yeah, yeah. that. You're partnering with us, man, and, and I love this. I, I, I kind of connection. Think he's partnering with me, or he wants to partner together. I think this is probably the best way of saying. Or just, it. I mean, I could just say pay your rent, but I'm saying we're partnering. Hey, man, <laughs> hey listen, man, I'm paying my rent. That's it. I'm That's paying it, my rent. I love it. I love it. Every but time. God, you know, I think people need to see that the, the two churches can actually uh, work collectively together yeah. and, and yeah. build ministry together, man. Also, that's, I do. That's I do, man. When, when, if we, you know, I, I, I thought about it a little while back, but I thought about moving our church location because we started, we, man, we started out, I don't know if I ever told you this part, we started out in Pineville, and uh, I was going to reach Pineville for the Lord. Yes, yes. And uh, let's just say they didn't go so well. It didn't go that way. I couldn't get any traction, man. And right. Thinking about it, man, there's so many things I could have done. Wish I would have done different, but could have done differently. But, you know, we're Pineville's not going to fertile ground. get into that. It's fertile ground. It is, but uh, I'm not going to get into that. Okay, we won't get But that. what I'm getting to is uh-huh. Talk about it. that we went from there to Uptown and from Uptown to North Lake. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so... 
I know when you I first, yeah, yeah, when I first, that's where we are now. When I first um, planted the church, I initially wanted to plant the church right here on this on South Tryon, right here in, in Rivergate, in mm-hmm. Steel Creek area. Rivergate, actually, a little bit further down in Steel Creek. But uh, another friend of mine already had a church. Same, we were part of the same fellowship, and uh, right down the road. And so I, I didn't see the ne- it necessary to start another church, literally. On the same street, right? But uh, but hey, man, if the Lord says otherwise, the right opportunity come, man, might be back on this side of town. Then we can really do something together, man. Yeah, really do something together, man. Yeah, yeah. Never know what the Lord might do, man. You never know, man. He's always the key up to is something. You got to be open, man. You, have you, can't, to be you can't live life. You got to be open. You can't man, live life like like God can't do nothing. Like he can no longer do it. I preached a sermon a couple of weeks ago entitled "He Can Still Do It." Man, in spite of what you're going it. through, he is doing it too. You remember <laughs> Jay Iris's daughter? Man, listen. <laughs> By the time they got there, everybody said he she was dead, and, and Jesus says, "Listen." They were laughing at. I st- they were laughing. Jesus says, "Listen, get them out the room. Get everybody out everybody. here who don't believe that I can still Lord have right. who don't believe I can still All do it." All he left were the parents. That's it, man. The parents, the and only and people the disciples. who were left. That's it. That's the it. The only the, people the who three were disciples, left, not not all of them, not all of them, but the people who <laughs> believe, man. And that's, that's what I told my church is, listen, you got to get people around you who believe, who not believe. necessarily in a thing, but believe that God can still do it. That's right. God can still do it. I love it. it. I Listen, love it. that's my favorite. One of my favorite passages of scripture. Man. I don't preach that passage of scripture up, my, down, in and that's out. My, that's my license. That's the passage of scripture I use to get my license. I preach that to get my license in ministry. I don't preach that at about. I don't preach that. If I've preached at your church twice, I don't preach that text at least once. I've probably preached it twice. <laughs> Whether I deal with Jairus or whether I deal with the with the woman, the woman with the issue, yeah, issue of blood. either blood. one, either it's the one, same. Oh, it's I, the story with the story. Them so man. I separate them. Yeah. Whatever. It is my go-to sermon as well. It brother. is. It's I a mean, powerful preaching because it moves me every time, and it's never the every same. Every single time, it's never man. the same message. But I get motivated and inspired every time I deliver from that passage of scripture. Every time I read it, man, I, I can't. I, I just read. I, I read. The, I get inspired by the woman. But I get so inspired by Jay Iris because he runs to Jesus, asks for help, got the faith for him to do it. And while they're on their way, Jesus stops to help somebody else. And Jay Iris waits patiently. Yes, he did. He was determined. He was determined. He was determined to get that thing even if he had to wait in line. Yes. And the problem is some of us, we're not willing to wait for it. Lord have mercy. Because he waited, though, he also got greater. I think his faith was built up. He got inspired. Oh, Because the woman was healed, boom, right there. He needed. He needed to know. He that. needed to see yes. her get healed. Yes, and maybe and just said, maybe virtue has left me, and that just so everybody could see. So everybody could this see. Is, it, uh, King James Version said they were thronged against him. <laughs> Isn't it amazing that everybody could be touching Jesus? Yes, but, but she. But she. The one, only one who virtue felt has left me. Power has left yeah. me. Woo! That's good, Doc. She came under him and his garment. I, well, listen, I could, man. We could preach that. I could talk about that All historically, day. what that means for that robe right there. Why she went, to, man, I, 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 
We can get into I, it. Man, we, that's another service. That's good. another podcast. Yeah, another podcast. <laughs> this I has get been. Excited. <laughs> I get excited, man. Can I get led by Jesus. The Black Preaching Preachers Podcast. Yes. Want to thank you for listening. And uh, be sure to like, subscribe, share this podcast. Yes, yes. You can um, share it with all of your friends and family. And we'll do this for you. If you share it with at least 10 people, ten. we promise to preach the gospel every chance we get. Thank Amen. you so much. May God bless you. <laughs> Have a wonderful Stay day. encouraged. Oh, that ain't bad, man. I think that was pretty good. Yeah. How long was it? 28 minutes. That's all we need. That's all we need, brother.